And welcome to another edition of The Power of Fitness with Jack Nunn. Hey, Jack. Hey, how are you? All right, man. Jack's calling in today from the, uh, away from the studio. Busy day, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, I just have a lot, a lot of stuff going on and uh, doing a lot of work with uh, the Evo Indoor Cycling Bike, which we have um, the first uh, fitness center to have it in the United States. Also, um, you know, just uh, answering uh, emails and stuff like that for the rowing um, and the uh, the rowing classes, and also the uh, cycling and the skier, just from the living social ads we've done in the past month. Wow, keeping you busy. <laughs> well, let's get uh, let's get started. Uh, you know, one of the things uh, we noticed you, you wrote a blog post uh, about um, great anti-inflammatory foods to try. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, actually, that was a post uh, that was a blog that someone else wrote, and I actually put it on my uh, on my uh, blog site. I'm actually uh, working with another company right now that's. Um, uh, apparently, I'm getting a lot of interest and a lot of uh, hits on my website, so people are starting to, um, you know, write stuff in for me. Um, and I thought it was interesting. I, you know, I always, um, you know, if stuff doesn't, doesn't sound too crazy, I kind of put it on there. And this was more about, you know, tea, drinking teas, um, different kinds of um, herbal teas that you can drink in order to, um, uh, you know, create a better immune system, also better digestive system. Um, and anti-inflammatory as well, um, and just you know, in general, less processed foods um, definitely plays into that. Um, I've noticed tremendous, you know, success in, in not eating those foods or cutting those out. Like as far as breads, pastas, um, you know, sugars, um, simple sugars, uh, you want to stay away from, um, and I've noticed I've taken less Advil, you know, during the week. Right. Um, Advil is an anti-inflammatory, of course, but, you know, you don't want ne- want to necessarily take that all the time. Um, actually, you want to refrain from taking that unless you absolutely have to. But uh, it's just better circulation. Foods, fruits and vegetables that offer better circulation. I'm a big fan of teas. So I, I thought it was an interesting article. Um, it's a short one. It doesn't really, you know sell a product or anything like that. It's just more, you know, just some information there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there, there's a bunch of other blogs that I've done, but that, ironically, that's the only one on there so far I've not written. <laughs> but, uh, that's so all right. Put that on yeah, they pay me to put that on there, and, you know, why not? So it's, uh, as long as, like I said, as long as it's not too far off in the left field, you know, um, as far as the information that, people talk about sometimes it doesn't make sense but this did it made, it made sense for sure yeah well uh, there was another very interesting one and you, you talked about the highs and lows of uh, fitness training yes yeah that was uh one i kind of uh wrote a lot of information about and um definitely portrayed a lot of things as i was growing up in fitness and being on teams and stuff and you know and also working this job now as far as um you know, waking up every morning and getting into class and you have to be on your game, you have to be energetic in front of everyone and, you know, you can't be slow, you can't be tired. Uh, I came into a class once a few years ago and kind of told everyone, I'm like, man, I'm really tired today and the whole class was like, man, I'm tired too, you know, and I learned my lesson from that, you cannot do that and uh, in life as well, it's like you have to 
you know, move forward. And, and it's those rough days. Anyone can work out on a good day, but it's those rough days, the, the slow days that really, if you push through those days, that's where it makes a difference. That's where it's all at, you know. And um, if you think about those New Year's resolutions, you know, that people made you know, now going on six months ago, I'm seeing a drop off in attendance as far as at my fitness center and across the board at all fitness centers. So it's kind of one of those things where, um, you know, you got to keep going in order to, you know, accomplish all your fitness goals. You can't just drop off after a day or two. You got to plan it out and be on it. Just like, you know, it's just like anything. It, it doesn't, there's no magic pill you can take or any kind of uh, thing. You just got to work at it. Yeah. Well, well, you know, what, what, what keeps, keeps you motivated? motivated? I mean, you know, for instance, I mean, you've been you've been involved in fitness and athletics most of your life, and, and your father, uh, who uh, was an Olympian, uh, I see him still training. Um, but you know, there are those days where you you, know, you just don't feel like uh, getting up and doing it. And you know, as an instructor, it's one thing because you know you, we can all look at you and say, "Well, it's your job." But, um, you, you do, do you, you know, know you compete, compete a lot and you do all the things are, are what do you suggest for people to uh, I know for myself I always have to find something to, to keep me motivated whether it's uh, uh, you know upcoming competition or to win a t-shirt or something like that but how, how do you tell, what do you tell people to, to keep themselves motivated uh, well first of all you know find out what you love to do um, and go out and do it or try different things and see what you like to do. Um, when I was growing up, my dad always had me active on any kind of sport. He's like, okay, do you like this? Do you like that? You know, and um, I don't think enough parents do that with their kids, kind of going off the subject a little bit here, but as far as lately, you know, with sports and stuff, I think parents should be a little more involved in the, and attuned to what their kids are doing and get them out and get them active. Um I actually really like the, you know, the government plan as far as let'smove.gov. They're really trying to get the awareness out, hey, get outside, you know, be moving. That's all. Those are all good messages being sent. Um, but as far as, you know, when you're getting older and you have less time to do stuff and you have less, it just gets kind of like not as a priority anymore. Um you want to try and find something uh, to motivate you, whatever it is. You've got to have that motivation, um, whether it's losing weight or just looking better, feeling better. Um, get, get, get someone to work out with you, a friend, that we have accountable accountability. Right. Um, also, you know, lock down a time, plan it out, baby steps. You know, don't, don't go four days in a row um, hard in the gym because you most likely won't come back after those four days. Um, but, you know, you want to plan, you want to space out your workouts. Um, and when you work out, you start eating well, so you start craving the right food. So it all kind of comes together. Um, but you got to be really persistent and, and patient with that, um, with that hard work that, that's involved. But, yeah, I mean, if people want, I always say, like, you know, maybe plan for a 5K or a 10K run um, or some kind of, you know, try a little triathlon. I trained some gal that didn't train for like three years or maybe as long like five years and she used to be a competitive swimmer. And the way she got back was she actually set up a date. She paid for a race to go out to Hawaii and do a, a triathlon out in Hawaii. And 
extra motivation to get ready for that. And that kind of launched her into this whole new um, lifestyle change for her. Wow. So, yeah, and, and that's why I started teaching classes, actually. That's how I fell into this whole business because I've already had a background in fitness, but I burned out. I couldn't do it on my own um, anymore. I, I, I totally burned out. And that's why I started teaching classes because I had accountability. I had to be there to teach for 30 people that showed up, you know. Right. And they were on time. I had to be on time. I had to be there. I had to be set and go. And and I still do that to this day. I still, I don't really have to teach anymore or any, you know, but I like to, and I like to be in front of the members and also for my health, you know, and that's motivating it all in itself. So, um, you know, I'm, not, I'm, you know, starting to train for another Ironman coming up in about six months. So that's going to be in Cozumel, Mexico, and I got to get kind of set for that, ready to go for that. And I actually wrote another blog about how to row to get ready for the Ironman as far as rowing and the muscles used when you run, cycle, and swim. Mm-hmm. How rowing, you know, helps that. But, yeah, I mean, those are the kinds of things that um, – you know, set goals, but make sure they're little goals first. Don't be too overzealous and, and go nuts. Um, you want to make sure you take baby steps. And there are going to be times where you're going to be like, I can't do this. This hurts too bad, but you got to work through the pain. There's a good pain and a bad pain, you know. Right. So. How important is variety? I know that, uh, you know, People, you you fall into uh, kind, kind of a routine, and you, you kind of gravitate towards things you're good at. And uh, you know, like if you're a cyclist, you, you do all your cycling. But and if you lift weights, you only lift weights. But how important is it to to vary your, your workouts? And does that also keep people motivated? Yeah, variety is huge. Um, it, it, you, whether you're doing the same thing over and over, like in rowing, we never used to use weights, and um, immediately I brought in weights uh, right when I started teaching because you, you know, holding a water bottle or even a little weight, I mean, it's not, you're not going to get stronger from that, and so I, so now with the weights, like, people are getting stronger and on the machine, and then I, maybe we go longer distances or shorter distances, or um, we could often do squats. It's, it's very important. My dad, and actually I am too, I'm a little... Um, totally out of, like, my back is way, way stronger than my chest muscles because of rowing, and there's a total counterbalance there, and it's actually kind of not safe. I mean, you got to work other muscles to, you know, counter the muscles being used, so, because you can get injured from that as well. You can get injured from uh, overdeveloped muscles on one side or, you know, under, not not balanced right quite yet, you know? Right. you got to go to the the gym, my dad, I remember he, I put him through a um, uh, personal training session with like five sessions with this guy, and my dad was doing things he hadn't done basically for like 40 years or whatever, just a long time, and he was so sore. I mean, you know, just riding a bike even, he, he couldn't walk for like a week uh, when he did one of my things, one of my uh, cycling classes, um, because he, his muscles being used in that was, was so different. So, but it's really important I keep telling him and I tell a lot of people that you need to keep your body guessing. For one, it's, it's the strength, you know, the, the balance I'm talking about with your body and your muscles. And for two, you'll actually burn more calories because your body's like, oh, okay, I'm not 
doing that today. I'm doing something else. And then it's, it's having to work harder to change it up. So you, you actually burn more calories. Right. It's very important to, to variety. And then also just the burnout factor. Um, you need to keep changing it up just to keep kind of excited about it. Yeah, you're fading, you're fading out a little bit. So, um, you need to keep, um, just to, uh, you know, just to change it up and, and you know, burn more calories. So. Right. Now, I also understand, you know, with the variety of exercises, but it's it's also equally as important whether you do whatever you whatever it is you do that you, you create variety within that. So you're not doing the exact same workout each time. Um, when you, you know, you have a lot of group exercise classes and people come to see, you know, work out with certain instructors, certain classes, but um, do you ever encourage them to kind of, to take a different class to get a kind of a different workout? Yeah, um, we have a schedule, like, uh, for our indoor rowing classes, we have, you know, kind of different labels for the classes, like a rowing coach class or a rowing burn, uh, basically stating, like, this is the kind of type of class you can expect when you come in, maybe more in high intensity, maybe more of a coaching technique class, maybe more of a, you know, a variety class um, where... I know, like a boot camp style class where you just are doing a little bit of everything. Um, and so, all the, you know, we try and change it up so it's not all the same. And every instructor brings a different element to the program. Um, but whether you not or you go to rowing class or anything like that, you want to change up your, maybe even your instructors. You know, you might have a favorite instructor, but just try someone else out sometime. You might like them, you know, and or something that, that they do differently. Um, right. Or different or a different class, and um, that, you know, it just, it's just very important and uh, for people to realize that, and um, I, I know a lot of people like cycling, and they just stick to cycling, and they, they don't even change, they don't do anything um, different, and that's great, that's fine, but then I see, I then they talk to me, and they're like, well, I'm not losing weight, or I'm not, I'm, I'm plateauing, and I'm not getting that extra weight off, and I'm like, well, have you tried doing something else, and Usually they don't, and uh, I, I kind of encourage them to do the thing. Okay. Even though I like them in my class, but they got to change it up because, um, you know, it's, it's they're kind of uh, limiting themselves on just that exercise. So, uh, especially upper body. Cycling doesn't really get that upper body um, unless you're using the Evo bike, of course. It's a nice little plug-in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by, by Relay Fitness, that's... Uh, they're on relayfitness.com, and then you, we also have a site that hyperlinks them to. I've been writing a lot of blog articles for them about cycling in general, and then their bike sways, so you actually get a uh, upper body workout when the bike moves up top. So it's a really good um, dynamic to that. Most people uh, probably, uh, on average, I'm guessing, uh, you know, work out three days a week, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever. Do you have any suggestions? What should people be doing on their days off? Uh, yeah, my, yeah. Three. If you're working out three days a week, um, you know, you definitely face them out. For the days off, um, try and you know, just be active. Uh, the worst thing you can do unless you're injured or really exhausted is just to lay around all day. Um, even though people need that every once in a while just to kind of do nothing and lay around, but you, you want to try and like walk around, stay active, um, be moving because when you just lay there, 
at least for me, um, it gets pretty tough to bounce back from that. It's a little bit tougher. So if, you, if you're moving around, walking around, your body's already like kind of moving already, so when you get to that next workout, you're able to, to, to function properly. But when you're kind of laying there, you know, couch potato or something like that, you know, not doing much, it's, you're kind of sedentary, your body, your blood's not really moving, you know, it, it, it's harder to bounce back from each workout. Um, so it's, yeah, it's definitely important. Even if, you know, even if you're sore, you just move through that soreness. We used to have practices right after our races, um, to, to work the lactic acid out. Um, the lactic acid is the acid that burns and, um, that develops the byproduct of your muscles going so hard. And that's why you get sore. Um, you know, I don't know the, the total terms of it, but I just know that you, you get hurt, you know, you're sore and you hurt. And, um, in order to actually get that moving again or get the soreness to, to go away faster is actually to move, you know, to work it out. Right. If you let it sit there, if you let it sit there, it's worse. It gets worse. It's like a car, you know, going in cruise control on the freeway, getting the maximum, you know, miles per hour, mile, miles per gallon and the maximum efficiency. And then it's like, doing what I'm doing right now, I'm sitting in traffic on the 405, stop and go, stop and go, your car does not like that, and neither do you, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, you just got to keep moving and keep it, get a good pace, a good, um, a, a nice, you know, system down for yourself during the week, and a nice planned out, um, system of attack, you know, to get your workouts in, get right foods in, in your system, um, you know, if you crave every once in a while, if you crave those, you know, bad foods, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say don't, don't go for it, but just be in moderation, you know, so just eat less of it. Um, and then you'll learn how to enjoy that better and also enjoy your time off of the workout too. You, you get that you know, good feeling after the workout. So. Right. Now, I know you just said, you know, you know, you should still be moving and not lay around all day and stuff like that. But um, I've always heard that, you know, the rest, rest is very important because it helps your body rebuild from when you tear it down and work out. Is there a certain amount of rest that's recommended each day or is it only the days you work out or, or how does that work? Um, yeah, you mean, uh, like, I mean, for a workout, you know, if you go an hour a day, I always try and do an hour or recommend an hour a day, three days a week. And, um, you want to, you know, when you're first starting out, you want to probably a day or two after each workout. Um, and then maybe a month in or a few weeks in and go and take less days off or less time off. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe a day, a day work, a day rest, a day work, a day rest, and just keep, keep on going on that. I really hope, you know, I want people to know that, you know, if you take four or five days off, that's just like hitting the reset button on a, you know, on a DVD or, you know, it's like starting the movie over again. You're not getting anywhere um, fast with that kind of mentality, those kind of workouts. So once a week, I mean, if you're just starting out, but you want to keep moving and keep the, keep it going in order to get your goals you know, accomplish those goals sooner, the fitness mm -hmm. goals. So you got to keep uh, the momentum going. Um, if you fall off, it's 
we all know it's it's hard to get back and then it's you're less likely to come back you know it's just that much harder but once you keep going it's like okay 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 and then you just you don't want to lose that momentum it's it's an investment you know it's investment of uh of time and and your health you know right. so that you don't have to sit in the hospital later <laughs> you work out now and avoid the hospital and the medication later you know and postpone it later basically another um another cool thing one of my buddies said which is kind of a scary thing to think about but it's the truth and i'm not gonna i don't want to scare anyone out there that's listening but in your lifetime you really only have so many heartbeats and um this is this quote that chris swan who's on um soups talk world or the soups world radio um talking about it one time as our guest um who was a two-time olympian in both kayaking and rowing um and amazing athlete constantly works out constantly in competitions um has a lot of uh course records ahead of the trials and stuff like that for rowing yeah. but anyways uh he was talking about he's huge in nutrition and, and also in fitness and he's saying you know the more efficient your heart rate is you know the longer you live basically i mean in general you only have so many heartbeats so if someone's totally out of shape and they're sitting there your body adapts to that and it's trying to it'll adapt meaning the heartbeats will go up higher during the day in order for you to burn more calories just by sitting there because your body's adapting to that well, what happens is once you start working out, your heart rate's already so high. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't go any higher. It can't go any higher. So then you're like, okay, so now your body's adapting to, oh, okay, I need to be more efficient in working out as well. So then your heart rate goes down during the day. Well, if you think about it, over a 24-hour period in a day, if your heart rate's down at like, you know, 60 or 80 heart rate um, a minute per beats per minute, um you know, for so many hours during the day, that's a lot better than 160 or 180. And like I said, you only have, and if you if you spend one hour a day working out, your heart rate goes back down, and it's efficient for that, that much longer. Right. So you're basically, it's just this total efficiency of your whole body working in harmony as one, and, and later in life, it catches up with you quick. And you need to have, the longer you can, keep that down, that efficiency, the, the better off you'll be, um, the better your chances will be of not getting a disease or, um, or, uh, other, other problems that, that go along with that. So I tell people that and they get kind of freaked out because, you know, the, <laughs> it's like talking about death and stuff, but you know, I mean, it, it's the truth. I mean, you know, Lance Armstrong's, um, heart rate was like, his resting heart rate was like, uh, I think they tested him at like 40 or 30 something, you know, which is, it's like ridiculous. It's like barely alive, you know, but his body's working so efficiently, um, that, you know, he's able to do that. So, and the best way to check your heart rate, um, is in the morning without an alarm, waking up naturally and then placing your, your fingers on your neck, um, or on your wrist. And uh, counting, harp, counting uh, for 15 seconds, and then just times that by four, right. and you get your your heart rate beat per minute. And a good heart rate's around 60. It depends on your age too, you know, because 
um, you know, I can go into it, but it depends <laughs> on how old you are and how, what right. shape you are. But you can tell pretty quick if, if you're over 100 on your resting heart rate, that means you're not so, you know, you're not in the best shape. But if you're around 60 or 50, that that's really good. And then if you're in the 40s, you're, you know, you're an athlete. And some people's heart rates are generally lower, but it, it's not a whole, like, foolproof system, but it definitely tells you a lot. So, yeah, you're, you're basically, you're training to be, you know, for the future. You're investing um, your time now so you don't have to spend time later in the hospital or sure. taking drug medication, you know. Exactly. That's really what it comes down to, yeah. Well, we've got about five minutes left, and I'm going to try to squeeze in this one other question since you brought the, the heart rate thing up. Um, you see these heart monitors that people can wear during workout out, and uh, like some of the treadmill machines have have them and you grip it or something, and it tells you if you're in a certain range, you're burning fat, and you're in a certain range, you're doing cardio. Um, do you recommend people utilize that method when training? Um, you know, it, it gets kind of... You can get kind of neurotic about it. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't know. It, it, for me, I, I'm i just saying, you know, just something to think about. I mean, if you want to get a heart rate monitor, that's, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. It's a, you know, it's a good idea. But um, the one, they have stuff now, the technology now that actually you wear, uh, like they have a body bug system and, um, that actually measures your temperature on your body and um, actually calculates how many burn, how many calories you burn precisely, um, and it also measures like distance you know, that you walk and stuff like that. It has like a GPS and you know uh, a body temperature device, and those things I recommend getting if you're going to go for it. Like go for the the best technology you can and get those calorie. You know, that way it's, it's basically calories in, calories out. Right. So, you know, fitness is huge for sure. And, yeah, you're better off working out than if you're not. However, if you're eating, like, bad foods and you're working out, it's like putting bad gas in a car. It's like putting, um, you know, diesel into a Ferrari. You know, I mean... It's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it, it will. It will, but you're going to screw things up. So, you know, you got to put good energy, good food, good fuel into your system in order for it to optimize the right way. So make sure you think about that. And then um, with the heart rate stuff, just uh, every once in a while, you know, just check it if you're not going to get this, the whole technology system. But if you're going to get that, go for the body bug or go for something similar to that and that'll help you uh gauge your calories better also i think there's um the weight watcher stuff online with the points but you know what you know really the what i've been taking for the past three years and i know a lot of our members are taking is the juice plus so that is something that's fruits and vegetables you know concentrated in a little pill and it's easy to take and you're getting all your servings per day yeah. and i feel it i'm not taking it for like two days or one day even I feel like a difference it's crazy so yeah I know it works I know it's getting absorbed in my body and it's it's a great tool it's a great nutritional supplement um I don't like to call it a supplement but it's you know you're basically supplementing the fruits and vegetables a little bit for this which is also fruits and vegetables but you need to eat right as well um I think I can find out more so about that on your on your website, website. 
Yeah, on my website, powerhousefit.com, I have a link that is on the bottom right. It's, it's linked up. You just look for the Juice Plus link. And they have a, a protein complete, which is a meal replacement, which is a protein powder that's really good. It's all vegetable-based proteins. And then uh, also my initial, uh, my first initial and last name, so it's J Nunn, um, J-N is in Nancy, U-N-N, juiceplus.com. And you can get all that stuff on that website. But the best thing is for just to contact me, and I can help people um, order through, and I can get them free product, more free product products um, from the company if they order through me. And the way, best way to do that is just contact me through my website, and that's at powerhousefit.com as well on contact. That emails, those emails go straight to me. Excellent. Um, but yeah, that's you know that's something that definitely is the best. I mean, no, no doubt. I try and get people on that um, all the time because I, I know I've never taken anything longer than a year. Um, and this I've been on more than three years now. My dad's on it. He's pre-diabetic and he's, you know, his sugar runs really high and when he's taking it, sugar goes low and he's not, goes back up. So it, it works directly like that. Very cool. cool. Well, Jack, well, Jack uh, well, I guess, I guess we're, we're going to see you next week, of course, but uh, any, any last second uh, motivating uh, thing you can think of to keep people motivated, motivated to, uh, to get back in there and take care of themselves all week long? Yeah, um, patience. Patience is uh, is huge. I actually just saw something on a poster um, today. It said, um, it said patience, and then it said, it's a reward in itself. <laughs> and uh, meaning that, you know, especially nowadays with all this, I want it now, quick, 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 you know, give me the answer now. I mean, where's the fun in that journey? You know, I mean, be patient. And good things come to those who wait. Um, I know, ever obviously, that's human nature. Everyone wants it now, you know, but with these kinds of things with your body and your fitness goals, and this stuff does not happen overnight. You've got to be patient and you got to accept and respect how hard it really is to get back. And if you kind of grasp the whole of that and make small goals, small steps, you'll be so much better off in the long run and you'll change your whole lifestyle and it'll feel like it happens very quickly, but, you know, you need to be patient with that whole process. Very so. cool. Well, that's, well, that's another edition of Power of Fitness, Fitness with Jack Nunn. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Jack. Jack. Thank you. All right. <laughs> See, See you, you again next week. week. <laughs> yep. Hey. Power of Fitness with Jack Nunn brought to you by PowerhouseFit.com right here on the TalkSmart Radio Network. He's here every Tuesday afternoon, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, we will see you. Have yourself a fun and safe week. Bye.